Home with Lucy Malazzo. Cambridge 105 Radio away from the five o'clock news and I'm joined in the studio now uh, by Pina. Good afternoon to you, Pina. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, Pina, our food blogger friend of One Two Culinary Stew, always got the latest on the foodie happenings. Uh, last time you were here, I guess it was beginning of August and there was quite a bit going on. Yeah, there were there were a couple of new openings. There were Kibu, the uh, Japanese place on, um, uh, in um, on the Flatiron. Well, yeah. Also a couple of chains. Yeah. And I um, haven't managed to go to Kibu yet. I'm uh, booking in s- shortly um, in the next couple of weeks. I'm very excited about that. It's got a very, like, amazing look about it. It kind of reminds me of um, what they've done to the Ivy. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. very Instagrammable. In yeah, yeah, it's, it's beautiful inside. the. It's at the, the old pit club. Yeah. And where Pizza Express was. Where Pizza Ex- <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. building on yeah. Jesus so Lane. We, I went to, like, the little launch reception, so I got a little feel for the place and some nibbles and things like that. And it was it was really nice. Yeah. Very, and it's getting really, really good reviews of people who are going. Yeah, I'm hearing lots of people calling it their new favourite restaurant in Cambridge. So that can't be bad. Uh, there was also the... Um, What's it called again? The flat, iron? Flat iron. Flat yeah. iron. Yeah. Someone I know always keeps calling it flank to me and keeps putting me off. <laughs> oh, flank it's, steak, yeah. <laughs> it's flat iron yeah. on, um, right in the town. Market Street. Market, Market Street, Street yeah. right opposite sort of TK Maxx in that area. Now, that was great. I've been there a couple of times, actually. Yeah, you've gone and, uh, yeah, a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, it's, I, do, I mean, I recommend it. It's a nice place to go for a nice, no fuss, but good uh, bit of steak, some nice sides, good wine. Yeah, it doesn't it break the bank. doesn't break the bank. It's quite um, snippy snappy, isn't it, on their service. Do you know what I mean? You're a bit yeah. like, you go in there, you sit down, it's very quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess, well, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a nice, yeah. it's quite a nice. They I, have I, that, that little ice cream at the end to kind of like, they don't do dessert cream. so you don't linger. I guess it's a way to get you although, out, but it leaves pa- you with a nice memory of yes, you know, your meal. that's true. <laughs> Personally, I have to say, the ice cream, hmm, I could give or take it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you know, Jack's gelato. You've right got across. Jack's gelato across. I, <laughs> but I would it's like a little there. freebie at the end to yeah. kind of like, you know, give you a nice memory of yeah. it. So it's, it's a nice idea. Lovely. Are there any other places that you've been to since or any other new, new places? Yes. I've been to um, a couple of places. They're outside of Cambridge. Okay, um, we love. One of them is in the, the village of Hayden, which is sort of halfway between Royston and Saffron Walden, just south, south of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. It's called the, the King William IV. Um, and it has quite a, a unique sort of history to it. Um, first of all, I mean, the building, the part of it is like a 16th century pub. And it has sort of an interesting history because... There was a previous owner named Liz who was known as the witch. Okay, it sounds terrible, but is this was a is that a good witch? Or yeah, a bad I think witch? it was good. Like, <laughs> I think it was an, a, an affectionate way of calling her. She was very much loved, and she knew how to run a pub. But apparently, her <laughs> appearance was, you know, very witch-like. Witchy. I don't know. I don't even know if it's goth. It's probably beyond goth. And um, but she was very popular, and she knew how to run a pub. And she collected a lot of, like, artifacts. So you'd have, like, religious statues and things like just shoot, like, wooden shoe trees just lined up, like... Right. This uh, might be why they <laughs> refer to her as the witch. She, yeah, but, I mean, her, parent, her appearance was quite, like, <laughs> witch-like. And um, w- they still have them, though, um, very popular table tops hanging from chains from the ceiling. It's really quite unique to look at. And, okay. and the new owners have kept that. So there's been a couple of owners between when Liz left to the, the new owners now that it's a mother and son um, uh, uh, that have taken it over at the late, in late September. Mm. It's got accommodation as well. And mm. they've, they've sort of 
refreshed it and removed a lot of sort of the clutter but kept some of the charm so they've kept sort of that unique feel to it with the tabletops and it has like lovely little corners and different areas to sit in it's got a beautiful beer garden with beautiful view of the Cambridgeshire countryside and a really nice menu and we just had a really nice dinner um, the menu is is not too small but not too big and yeah, it has like the traditional pub classics so we, i had fish and chips and my husband paulo had a burger but they've got more like um contemporary dishes like mackerel with sauce vierge and um so it was really nice and i i highly recommend it it's like a nice drive there to the village of hayden and you get a really nice meal and I th- totally recommend it. Lovely. So yeah. that's the King William the Fourth, Fourth. Yeah. Um, in Hayden, yeah, Cambridge. Uh, KingWilliamHayden.co.uk. Lovely. Dating all the way back to the 16th century. Incredible. Yeah, they have a I wishing mean, well, apparently. When I, I missed it, but you can go in and make a wish when you go in. <laughs> well, that sounds really lovely. That's located between Royston and Saffron Walden. A perfect place to go for your little autumnal nature walk on a Sunday afternoon, perhaps, and uh, then end it all uh, around a beautiful table hanging by chains yes apparently <laughs> not all, all right. the tables are like that but <laughs> and so you've got um you've got a mix of both um uh typical pub but also a little bit of the you know the higher end stuff out there as well yeah lovely yeah. cool sounds really really good and um then you've been elsewhere also um a, you said it's a real gem of a place i spotted yeah um, on your blog Walden. Mm-hmm. It's called Chaters. Mm-hmm. It's named after the the couple, the husband and wife team who own it. And um, it's a little, it's it's tucked away down Church Street in Saffron Walden. So it's not really like very noticeable. You have to kind of know. It feels like a real find. And the inside is almost like an industrial unit. Um, and it's quite large and it has like almost like a retro vibe to it. It almost feels mm. like it's really kind of... Not hip, but in a bad way. Like, just a really kind of cool vibe to it. You feel like, this should be in London somewhere. Oh. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. And um, I think, well, it's a bit of everything, actually. It's really interesting because it's open in the daytime and in the evening. So, it's like a um, specialty coffee place, uh, an aperitivo bar, because they also make their um, vault aperitivos in the unit next door. Um, and they have... Uh, a fresh pasta menu. So there's a lot of sort of Italian wow, vibe to it. Wow, that's yeah. a lot. In the daytime, they have it's, pastries it's, and bread, focaccia sandwiches. Mm, it's a lot to get right. Yes, you and they I mean? do it, and they do it right. It's like it's mm. like fresh pasta made there, and they'll always have like two choices, um, and you can have it at lunch and at dinner. I I booked a dinner time one because I wanted to kind of enjoy their natural wines and have pasta and a series of little plates that they have. Um, so the pasta was really nice. They had um, they do cacio and pepe, but they had a carbonara when we went that my husband had and you know it has the guanciale mm-hmm. the, the, you know the pork cheek yeah Not, the pancetta is like kind of in a pinch right but they use the guanciale <laughs> no cream in sight of course not no <laughs> and i had um another pasta that um had like courgette and cheese just nice and simple i love that yeah and mm-hmm. they had really nice little small plates of like aperitivo style things and one of these more popular ones that sounds really strange is a pecorino with coffee gro- coffee grounds on it ground coffee on it right. so you've got like little squares of pecorino cheese and, and, and they've got coffee on it sprinkled on it is it peanut approved it is it is and okay. i'm not a big coffee drinker and i thought like all those earthy flavors with the salty and all that it's yeah. like it really works but you're just looking and going what is this mm, <laughs> but it really works it really works and the wood street coffee is a local saffron walden um 
coffee roaster and so they do a lot with them as well so it's an excellent product as well lovely well those are two top recommendations we'll recap those um shortly after five o'clock we are seconds away from 5pm. Crazy. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Uh, We have got the top of the the latest news from Sky News at 5pm. And uh, after that, we are joined in the studio by Charlie, uh, who is part of the Steak and Honour family, the legendary food truck in Cambridge. Can't wait to chat with her. And I'm very happy because for the next 10 minutes or so, um, I'm joined in the studio by not one, but two foodie people from Cambridge. Uh, Pina of uh, One Two Culinary Stew is still here in the studio with me this evening. And this time you've brought along a guest. guest. I did, yes. Introduce your guest, please. It's Charlie from the legendary Steak and Honour. She is the co-founder, along with her husband, Leo. They started it all with an amazing food truck of gourmet (laughs) burger vans. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, Charlie. It's uh, an absolute pleasure to have you in the studio this evening. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Steak and Honour, it is legendary as a food truck in the city. Because was it not really like the first food truck to kick off the movement here? Um, Do you know what? I think when we started, um, Nana Mexico had a truck. Mm -hmm. And that was the only one that I really remember. Um, And it was... So it was 2012 when we first traded, but probably started regularly trading in... Uh, 2013 and Mexico was the only one that I can kind of remember uh, was out and about yeah yeah so it's literally like this is your 10th year it was 10 years last December oh my so goodness this is our 11th year now wow and I mean you know just going from strength to strength you've got um, a building bricks um, yeah. right in the city centre how's that going brilliant so we opened that in January 2017 we've got a trailer now a van uh, the bricks and mortar in town which is right next to the corn exchange and we've got a hatch at the Tivoli in on Chesterton yes, Road Yes, well. I noticed that in the summer when I had a little drink down there. How do you maintain like your you know your quality control I mean if you get the burger on the uh, in the hatch mm-hmm. at CB1 the food park thing it is consistently like delicious there yeah. is no consistency yes. con- the consistency <laughs> is there with the yeah. steak and honour burgers how do you like keep that? I think it's actually very simple like it's actually quite a simple burger, and um, that's that's it. The buns are by Luca from Grain Culture in Ely, and they are the best mm-hmm. burgers, uh, best buns. Sorry, and I think that is really key because lots of times you can have a burger which is tastes delicious, but the bun just completely disintegrates. Yeah, and I think his buns are just delicious and they work really well, and I think that's key. Um, but it's actually just quite an an easy burger so once you've kind of cooked them a few times I think it's quite easy I probably shouldn't say that should I actually <laughs> no but I'm convinced I'm convinced there's like there's like a system to this burger like a lot of work was put into like how do you layer it how do you do the squiggles of the mustard and the ketchup <laughs> yeah. like all that is key you know how much pickle to put in there mm. to get that little you know it's, I think when we started Leo did um, try different things he made his own tomato ketchup Oh, uh, when we before we'd kind of properly started, and we were working out how it was, the burger was going to be, and that just took so long that he was like, "There is no way yeah. I can do this. This is not going to work." That's like, very chefy. Yeah. Um, and so it was like, do you know what? Really like Heinz tomato ketchup. So yeah, that's what we're going to use, and we still use and French's mustard. It's good, you know. Yeah. Um, and just 
I think mainly it was for us, it's like, what do we like in a burger? It mm. was a very selfish way of creating a burger, but we still love it. We still eat them all the time. And so, so do we. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> 10 years later, and it still tastes completely delicious. One thing about your bun, which is really crucial, is it right it's completely 100% gluten-free? No. So we have we have two buns. So Luca creates our milk bun, and then we have a gluten free bun which we source elsewhere. Um, But that is gluten free and vegan. Right. So we can actually make a completely vegan burger because we have a vegan bun available, and we can do a gluten free burger because they're also gluten free. So we cater to. Yeah, we start. You know, cater to lots of different. Um, dietary requirements. It's now. the veganella. Your yeah, the veganella yeah. is our Ella burger, which is now completely vegan, which is absolutely delicious. So yeah, thank you, Pina, for reminding <laughs> me of that. One. I was going to say it must be quite hard to um, uh, look at a burger business and define a vegan version of that, but you've done it, and like the the clients love it. Yeah, I think we've got really good patties that we use from Beyond Meat, which are vegan, and I think if you find like that a really really good vegan vegan product mm. um yeah it's it's worth its weight in gold mm. because it's a, it's a delicious burger for yeah. even for meat eaters as well it is um you keep the menu quite tight don't you just yeah. a couple of well a, a good handful of options of burgers and then um, a monthly special and the monthly yeah. special now is this a new thing that you've been doing or I is think, it yeah we used to do specials more regularly and then after covid we really reduced the menu back down and and kind of tightened it up like you said and although you know covid was like three years ago now i I feel like there's lots of things that are just kind of coming back to and we've got a really great team in the shop at the moment and they're really really enthusiastic about bringing this special back so this uh, month it's the bargy smuggler which is a chicken a curry (laughs) chicken burger um which is absolutely delicious i i had it a couple of weeks ago um yeah what does it come so hang on this is the um bargy smuggler the bargy smuggler so it's chicken yeah breaded chicken um burger or Mm -hmm. piece of chicken which is tossed in a curry sauce oh nice but on the bun it's um mango chutney and then a coriander cucumber onion and tomato kind of salad mm-hmm. then the chicken mm-hmm. um, then the bun with a bit more curry sauce over the top but then you can also ask for curry sauce and the fries Ooh. which is the must you, you have to it's so good just it's not one for me i've got to say curry surf it's it's the debate uh, someone else uh, earlier started the debate which is better um the uh, burger or a bacon sandwich uh, the other debate i think out there is um do you put curry sauce on your chips yes yeah yes no. mayonnaise curry sauce anything <laughs> their burger sauce <laughs> if we go to a chippy we always get curry sauce even if we go to get fish and chips we always get uh, mushy peas and curry sauce so I, i'm a big um chips a big and curry sauce chips kind of and curry sauce. Yeah. okay kind of go um we were also going to say i was going to say actually uh, where does the um the idea for the the special come from like leo you mentioned he's uh kind of the the chef behind it all isn't he yeah what was his what was he doing before the steak and honor dream took off so leo worked so when I met Leo, he was doing finishing a graphic design degree in London. I was working in, in living in London, and we met through mutual friend. And then he finished that, and he said to me, "I don't want to do graphic design." Mm. We just met, and I remember him saying, "I want to be a butcher." 
I was like, okay, cool. wow, okay, fine. Um, didn't think anything of it. And then he was like, actually, no, I don't. I want to be a chef. So he wrote off to the top 50 restaurants in London and said, I want to be a chef. And he started working as a commie at um, Brown's Hotel in Mayfair under um, Chef Mark Hicks. Ooh. And he used to get the night bus into work because he was working like, you know, 80 hours a week and, um, oh and all that hours God um, you know, sends. And, um, but he's from here. So eventually we kind of moved back and he did a bit of agency work and then went to work for um, under Mark Poynton at Alimentum. Yes, yes. So he worked there. Much missed, actually. That was a great little restaurant up on Hills yeah, Road. Yeah, and he worked there for about 18 months mm. and then was thinking, oh, I kind of feel like I want to work for myself. Found a van on eBay. And at this point in London, lots of the street food was yes. kicking off, like um, uh, meat liquor, and they started at a pub in the, like the pub car park in a van and there was lots of kind of things starting off in London um, at that time so found the van on eBay bought it it had chickens living in it at the time oh. uh, we got it renovated uh, and then whilst it was being renovated he was just working he worked at Fitzbillies Yes. With Tim Hayward oh, and right. our friend Rosie Sykes and uh, Jack from Jack's Gelato was working at the time. That was where Leo met him. So there was like a real kind of like hub, like stuff that was Cambridge lovely. food royalty yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's almost quite an organic little thing that yeah. all kicked off all at the right time a little bit. Yeah, it was really exciting time. Yeah. It's really easy for us to look back and it was kind of like the glory years. I was actually pregnant with my eldest at the time. So I was still working in London commuting. Um, and then um, the van kind of got ready. It was one of those things where the, loads of things kept happening with the van. And really, we got told afterwards that it was oh, we shouldn't have ever got it renovated. It was like completely rusty and all of this. But, but we, you had a dream. We had a dream. You had a dream. Yeah. And it worked. I mean, I love it. Uh, occasionally, I see the van puttering up and down like Mill Road just off. Um, we, I think you used to do um, a little event uh, with the Hot Numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just used to love it when I see it around there. Um, brilliant. So that's the Staking on a Dream, which has been realised. It's 10 years in the uh, mainstream now and it's not going anywhere? No. No. Good. No. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also wanted to mention that you yourself, actually, you've got your own podcast that you do, that yes. you work on. Tell us a little bit about that because we've got like two or three minutes to go. Um, so it's called Burger Bounce um, and it's about asking... It's a very local podcast. I speak to... I've spoken to Pina in series one. She was yeah. in series one. Um, and I just asked local people, food bloggers, chefs, business owners, like cafe owners, what's your best burger? What's the best burger you've ever had? Brilliant. I really love people. I'm really nosy. Yeah. So I like to know all about people and about their lives. And like I said, Pina had some great stories when she came on about her family back in Canada and their deli. And it, I just love it. So finding <laughs> out people's stories and their journeys and then finding out, you know, what was the best burger you've ever had? What was in it? Where was it? Who were you with? I want the whole you know, experience. And that essentially is what the podcast is. Brilliant. Um, and this, we're on series three now. It's a female-only series. And I really wanted to speak to females in the hospitality industry mm. because... I think that everyone's got a voice and it's really great to hear these female journeys. Um, so, yeah. So, can you tell us who you've been chatting to this series or was it a bit of a surprise? No, I can, yeah, I'm happy to tell you. Today, uh, we launched uh, Sean Richardson. She's a chef um, from Naughty Bites, has a cafe in him for Grey. Um, we just last week was Gemma Bradford. She's a food blogger. We've got uh, Susanna from Meadows, um, Delhi kind of Yes, shop of course, yes, yeah. And Newnham. Um, Kate Holden from Providence Kitchen. Lovely. And 
Alex and Mel from Restaurant 22. Ooh, very, you're very connected. And then we've also got a couple <laughs> more in the pipeline, which I'm not going to mention, but we've got a few couple more coming as well. So. Good for you. Um, so I guess, like, if you're asking them where did they get their favourite bag, a couple of them must be saying steak and honour. I think I was the only one. <laughs> Am I the only one who said steak and honour? No. No? Okay. People I, I couldn't it. lie. <laughs> yeah. It is the best. People uh, might say... Um, mention it like oh that was great in lockdown they had the burger kits that was mentioned quite a lot um, <laughs> but um, it, I'm like uh, Neil B from Cambridge Fruit Co we oh love him yeah. he said a whopper <laughs> from yeah, 1997 when he used to work at Burger King and I'm like I love that that's alright well that's it isn't it it's like so many times the food goes with the, the memory at the 100%, moment 100% yeah. Yeah. yeah and it highlights it brilliant well thank you so much I know that we could have spoken for at least another 10 minutes but 10 minutes online radio just flies by in a handful of moments and um, tell us um how can we listen to your podcast it's on all of the podcast platforms and if you search burger bants you'll see all oh, there's two series already and a christmas special with tim hayward which is really really great and then we've just started series three Brilliant. or you go to stakeandhonor.co.uk and then you can just click on it from there listen to your laptop so you, you don't have to be anything thank you pina thank you I'm charlie we're gonna have to stop there thank you so much Home with Lucy Malazzo. Cambridge 103.5.